0: I turned to ignore for you for
1: a while. Yeah, I've been waiting on you. So, uh, I have a question for you. Oh, no. How do you talk to an angel? Why? <laughs> how, how do you hold her close well, to where you are? You bring this song up periodically. I Because it was so awful. <laughs> okay, so I've got a boring story here. I'm gonna tell it anyway. Um, so I went looking up I there was a song that popped into my head that remember a song called Calling All Angels? No. It was early nineties. I couldn't remember who did it, but I remember hearing it a bunch, and it wasn't a bad song, so I went and looked it up because for whatever reason it popped into my head. And it turned out it was uh what's her name? Jane's I don't know how I say her last name. Cyberry? Seabury.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I know I know that artist.
1: Yeah. She it was her and Katie Lang on vocals and Syberry Wrote the song that, and apparently it was for a movie, a Wim Wenders movie, in '91, some sort of weird sci-fi movie. Mm. And um, I looked that up, and initially, like, it didn't do very well. Like, it had you know, a regular theatrical cut that was like about an hour, hour and a half or so. Um, but initially, it was supposed to be like a 24-hour movie or something, <laughs> you know? And they made him cut it down because of his contract, and then. Criterion released it a few years ago, I think, on Blu-ray in a two-disc edition that wound up being like close to five hours long. <laughs> I still haven't seen it, but I'm curious to check it out. Um, but I it, I've never watch a movie that long. Well, I figure it's like watching, you know, Lord of the Rings all at once or something, you know. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know if I'd do that either.
1: I did, and I think it's actually kind of better to watch it all at once. <laughs> no, no. Without doing something else at the same time. Oh, I didn't know. I don't just sit there and watch it. I work while I watch it. Yeah, yeah. can't do that. No, I. I mean, I'm not Sean. I, I can't sit through an eight hour, twelve hour movie or whatever. You know, whatever that Polish movie or whatever it was he saw a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but in, so in the course of trying to figure out what that song was, that, that song from the Heights popped in my head, and I'm okay. I'm like, that's just. I've started thinking about it. and I went and looked it up. Because I remember the show getting canceled, like in its first season. And apparently it got canceled before the last episode even aired. <laughs> like, um, but somebody. Yeah, that's how canceling works, right? Well, sometimes they, they let it air and then they just don't I renew it. cancel it after
0: it's aired.
1: Well, I mean, sometimes they cancel it after the first season. Like, they just don't pick it up again or whatever. Yeah.
0: Okay. You
1: know? okay. Um,. But somebody had posted all the episodes, you know, That were somebody had videotaped them on, on TV and then posted them all up on YouTube. So I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and watch it. It's only 13 episodes. So I did,
0: and it's, I realized... This is one of those things where you come on and you talk about how bad a show was and then talk about how you watched it and how you're surprised at how bad it was, even though it was bad and you knew it was bad, but you were going to watch it, which is nothing like what I do. Because I know what I'm going to watch is bad, but I don't sit around and go, I can't believe it was so bad. Um, Not quite, because it turns out the show actually wasn't
1: terrible. Oh my God,
0: this is not what I expected.
1: <laughs> I can totally see why I strongly disliked it at the time, but viewed through the lens of 30 years later, uh, it's not it wasn't a terrible show. It wasn't me- hard enough for you well okay let's let's put, put yeah. this, let's put this in perspective um, the show aired in september of 92 uh, first episode which coincidentally i think that was the same month that singles was released in the theater and they're both trying to accomplish sort of the same thing and i don't think that's a coincidence either um i think it's that it, that's one of those things where like you know how uh, what the, what's the name of that studio that puts out the par not the parodies but like the rip offs of other movies? I can't remember yeah. the name. Asylum. Yeah, Asylum. It's kind of like how Asylum movies, like how they know something's coming out and they put out something ahead of time that's like obviously a rip off. You know. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the situation with this. Like they were trying to capitalize on the small screen what Singles was going for on the big screen. <clears throat> mm-hmm. The difference is is that by the time The Heights came out. The music already sounded dated. They completely ignored everything that was going on in, like, rock and pop rock at the time.
0: They weren't going to do anything edgy. They didn't have to be edgy. They just had to be,
1: like, more current. Because if that show would have came out about two years earlier... They don't do... I mean, the single stuff was not pop music. it, It was very modern and current at the time, though. And it was on a radio. It was pop music for the time, you know? Sure, it was grunge, but I mean, we're talking Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, like all the stuff that was on the radio, right? <laughs> and, and like hot shit, you know. And plus, singles had the you know the first two solo songs by uh, Westerberg, which were totally pop rock, you know.
0: Um, I think it would have been on. To
1: me. Yeah, well, probably not. But they, at the same time, what I'm what I'm trying to get at here is that this music was sounded like it was from the late '80s, like maybe '90. You know, it was already like sounded super dated by the time it came out. And, it, <clears throat> and I mean, granted that that one lead single, which I think won an award that year. I, I remember that being on the radio all over the place and it, it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely an earworm. Like, it's easy to get stuck in your head.
0: But uh, I don't know if that ever happened, but yes.
1: But Mike, how do you talk to an angel? I mean, come
0: on. Mm, I didn't need to hear you things. <laughs>
1: But, I, okay, so, again, to put this in perspective, uh September of 92, I was still 17 years old. I had long hair. I was nominally still in a band at that point. So I think mm-hmm. I was vaguely insulted by this thing, you know? Probably. Because they they had, a, like, a long-haired rocker dude, and then they're playing these power ballads and stuff like that, you know? Like, it just didn't, like, I don't know, it didn't reflect anything of what I thought was, like, real at the time. Um. But so, going on to watch the show, though, I mean, the show had a decent cast. It was faces that you'd recognize from later stuff. You know? um, the other songs, they, they kind of did a monkeys approach to it, where every episode had sort of a music video at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and the songs, some were worse than others, but none of them were terrible. Again, they were sort of dated, but none of them were terrible. Um, I think, besides the just the lack of trying to pay any attention to the current musical landscape, the, the storyline over the seasons was, or over the season was kind of uneven, and they, they it didn't look, it seemed like they didn't have a lot of focus on, like they didn't really know what they wanted to focus on, you know? And they were just kind of throwing stuff out there to see what stuck. Mm-hmm. That was also the same year Melrose Place debuted. And The Heights was also a, a spelling produced thing. So It I, was a spinoff
0: of one of those shows. I don't think the Heights was a spin-off. Yeah, that one character, the guitar player guy. The rocker dude was on uh, yeah, was on one of those shows and then this was essentially his own show. Was it? Yeah. That uh, one guy with the, the giant forehead and like the pompadour or whatever it was.
1: Oh. Was he on one of the other shows? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: He uh, was either on Melrose Place or uh, or, or, or 90210? It
1: probably would have had to have been 90210,
0: because, like I said, Melrose yeah, Place was... Yeah, it was a 90210 spinoff. Huh. Did you not look it up? I did, it, but I didn't, I didn't see anything about that. But I'm almost positive.
1: I mean, like I said, it was a spelling-associated thing, so it wouldn't surprise me. But I just... I didn't see anything about that, and it didn't, didn't ring a bell.
0: Um. Heights TV series.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean... It was surprising that it wasn't terrible. I think I gave up on it right away back then because it was just, like I, like I said, I think I was vaguely insulted by it. But um one of the more interesting things about watching this on YouTube and having been like home recordings is that they left the commercials in a lot of the episodes. So it kind of mm-hmm. transformed me back a little bit to the, that time period. Because like, do you remember a, a PepsiCo commercial that was a Halloween commercial and it had like Frankenstein carrying a Pepsi truck? And then he shows up at this party, and Dracula answers the door, and he's Frankenstein's got an armful of like sodas and chips and stuff, and Dracula's like, "What? No dip?" And then you see Frankenstein sadly trudging back off the street to go get dip. <laughs> it was, it was, you know, I, I thought it was a pretty funny commercial. <laughs> there was a Taco Bell commercial oh. with Eric Estrada.
0: Oh, oh, I do remember the Eric Estrada thing. Okay, so I'm mistaken. He. He's not the same character, but it's the same guy, essentially. He played, like, Donna's boyfriend was this rock guy who looks exact. It's the same actor, and he's playing the same character, but he's got a different name. Oh, okay. I thought... Uh, that's why I thought it was a spinoff, because he's wearing the same clothes, he's the same character, but in the Heights, he's a different guy. Hmm. That's probably how I got the job in the Heights, then, I guess. <laughs>
1: Um yeah it's really weird. I also saw something that I wouldn't have recognized at the time because this was her first role but uh Oh man I'm blanking on her name. Something about Mary? That actress. Uh,
0: Cameron Diaz?
1: Yeah, it was Cameron Diaz's first TV appearance, first acting role whatever. Like um in a it was a Coke commercial. Okay. And it was kind of weird because, like, I saw her and I recognized her. And I'm like, so I had to go look it up. And it turned out, yeah, it was her. And she was only, like, 17 at the time or something like that. But um, I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, oh. Because I remembered the commercial. I just didn't remember her being in it. And I wouldn't have recognized her anyway because she was, wasn't was anybody at the time.
0: So, uh, Do you want why we're why we're talking or why we're doing this? Pardon? you want to say why we're talking or why we're doing this?
1: Uh... Oh, like, introduce the show? Yeah. Oh, hey, welcome to the Crankcast. It's week 909.
0: I don't like calling it a show.
1: Okay. It's a... I don't know. I
0: don't
1: know what to call it, then. It's a show. We're recording. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... Yeah, anyway, I just thought that was weird and kind of funny. And, like I said, I was surprised that it wasn't as bad as I thought it was.
0: Well, I'm happy for you, then.
1: And I think that if the show would have came out two years earlier, it probably would have done better. Because it would have been more current and relatable. (laughs) (laughs) It was just behind the times, that's all. I, um... I did that G.I. Joe podcast a couple weeks ago.
0: Oh, yeah, how that going?
1: It was fun. Uh those guys are nice guys. I mean, they just they really like G.I. Joe, you know. Yeah. Um and I, I guess apparently they're they're they've been going through the Devil's Do run. Uh rereading yeah. the books and, that, and talking about it on their show, and so they've been talking to people that worked at Devil's Do. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of see what was going on behind the scenes at the time and stuff like that, you know. Um
0: like Did I, you give I, them
1: give them the hard truth? I told him that uh, you were the one that came up with the Decepticon uh, Cobra logo. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You remember when that thing was on cars everywhere? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I just yeah. saw one a couple years ago, even. Like,
0: so that thing still floating. Around. One of those things where uh, I wish I could have figured out a way to make that profitable.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. All right. Like, you couldn't even sign a lot it. oh no people know that it was the. Well, I, I stated categorically that it was you. So. Um, and I sent him some like pictures of the office right around 2007 that I found on my computer. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, yeah, just basically talked about stuff. I, I mean, I told him up front that my involvement in G.I. Joe, or my knowledge of G.I. Joe, was mostly from the cartoon and toys and comics when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I knew what we were also- doing... Like, I knew what we were doing at the time, but I, I wasn't like the kind of... I wasn't like Sam, where I had sort of an encyclopedic knowledge of all things Joe. Nobody's left Sam. Uh, I think they're going to be talking to him if they haven't already.
0: I mean, that's who they should have asked to begin with. I, I would think so, Honestly. yeah.
1: I mean, even though he wasn't there, like, right at the beginning, he still knew more about Man, the never, actual G. G.I. Joe than
0: any of us. He was our expert. <laughs> it's not like Josh or Tim were the experts. Right. It's like Sam was the expert.
1: Um... But yeah yeah. when I recommended they talk to him um, one of the guys said that they had already been in touch with him so um, but yeah that was good we talked I mean we talked for I was working while we were talking so I didn't really pay much attention but why don't we talk for like two hours or something two and a half hours interesting I don't know what that's going to get cut down to or if I, maybe the episode's up by now I don't know I, I just you know I probably rambled a lot and speculated and things
0: yeah you say that a lot
1: um, yeah Um, but yeah, that was good. It was fun. And what else have I been up to besides working? Um, decided to watch Dawson's Creek again. God damn it. I don't want to hear about it, okay? I'm trying to figure out there's a... You, you... Shut shut up. Shut up right now. There's been this picture of this guy...
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump through this computer and slap you like Burt Reynolds and Don Delahoye and Cannonball. <laughs> but okay. you need you need to stop talking to me. And thereby, everybody else about fucking Dawson's Creek. You hear me? I've had it with Dawson's Creek. I don't want to hear any more about Dawson's Creek and your 75th rewatch of it. It's or only my f- Or Smallville. No more Smallville. No more, <laughs> more Dawson's Creek. There is a moratorium. Go watch another show that you saw a thousand times. Hey, you ain't in charge of the Disney Vault, that. buddy. You don't get to put moratoriums I, on things. I, 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 I I will I will hear about another show that you've talked about ad nauseum before I will listen to one more bit about those two shows. Well I want to say one thing here.
1: Let's talk about how weird it would have been if uh what's her name? Katie no. Holmes. Initially she was offered the role of Buffy. Like they offered her the part and she turned it down. Huh. Well, she could have been Buffy. And the only reason I think she, from what I read, the reason she turned it down was because she was still in school and she wanted to finish school first before she got into like mm-hmm. a, a major, steady role. But how weird would that have been? That would have been a different show.
0: Would have been a different show. That is weird. Yeah.
1: Because like, and then, I mean, in anything I've seen, either one of those actresses in, you know, they're wildly different. They approach stuff differently from each other. You know? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, that would have been totally strange, dude.
0: I agree. Anyway, now never mention that goddamn show
1: ever again. But I just got to the part where Dawson's dad dies. I don't care.
0: It's so I sad. Don't care. I don't care. It's so sad. Is that where the famous F comes from? The famous what? Is that where the famous Oh, the crying Dawson? Of Dawson? No, yeah.
1: that was like two seasons earlier when Joey leaves him.
0: That was from Katie Holmes.
1: Uh, yeah, she Joey leaves Dawson. Like he tells her to go because he realizes that he can't hold on to her or whatever. Like tells her to go go with Joe uh, Pacey, and then he he just breaks out crying. Which I also read that that was um, ad lib. That wasn't in the script. He just did that. Crying. Yeah, and that became you know an internet meme. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man.
0: Good times. Never,
1: never again. I will not.
0: That is the first and last time I will ever ask you about Dawson's Creek.
1: I will not abide by those rules.
0: Oh, my God. How are you going to disobey me like that? It hurt my stomach to say that. Anyway. um, How dare you? How dare you speak to me in such a fashion? (laughs)
1: Because I don't want to wait for our I'm lives to be over. Them. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, this month, we're going to see a, a nice Blue Ray release of Dawson's Creek. The complete series. No word yet on whether they've reverted to the original music or not, though.
0: It is amazing to me that you are still talking... <laughs> After I just yelled at you, you're just still going on. Like, that's I guess, never said anything. Like, you, you're just ignoring me.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't heard what you said. You? How dare, you? I've, How got dare my, you? I've got my Selective How Norton dare? filter on.
0: Shut up. Shut up. Shut up.
1: I've got my Selective Norton filter on. I
0: have COVID, damn it.
1: Do you? Yes. What's that got to do gonna with it? like this. What? Why are you pulling the C card? Yeah, sorry, I had to. You're
0: fucking talking about Dawson's Creek, man. I had to do something drastic to get COVID.
1: <laughs> so you preemptively got COVID.
0: So that I you... got COVID because I knew you were going to say some stupid shit today. <laughs> How did you catch COVID, Mike? I got COVID from new studio member Andrew.
1: Oh, Andrew.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna shame him. So, <laughs> so Andrew got COVID from his uh, girlfriend or partner. He calls her partner. Okay, it's one of those things. Sure. Uh, so he gets from her. So he leaves the studio. He finds that out on the phone, and he leaves the studio on a Friday. Not on a Friday. On uh, I forget. It was. Someday of the week. Someday of the week. Right. And he's like, I should probably leave. And we're like, yes, that would be safe. (laughs) So he goes home. He gets sick. He feels bad. But not as bad as you're going to make him feel. But then he comes back. He's like, I uh, feel better, testing negative. So I drive him to work because he lives half a block away from me. Okay. I drove him to work, and I, as he gets in the car, I was like, "Are you sure you're okay?" It's like uh, doesn't seem like it's been that long, and he's like, "It's the five days," and I'm like, "Okay." You get and we go to work. It's Friday uh, that he shows back up. That Sunday, uh, my head starts hurting and my throat's kind of like burning, hmm. and I was like, "Motherfucker!" And uh, and then Monday, I start get on getting like straight up cold symptoms and stuff. So you should be at the end of your I check,
1: contagious fact, like time well, today, right?
0: It gets better. I I <laughs> test it, and I was like, oh god, I actually have it. This motherfucker gave me coming. And then I get the chills. I get the fever for like two days. It's like the worst flu I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, now I'm okay. I'm, I, I, like, felt pretty great, like, the day after that. And today I feel normal. Uh, but now Julie has it.
1: Well, that's to be
0: expected, right? I mean, yeah, that's to be expected. Uh, but I've told him, I've told Andrew I'm going to kill him. <laughs> There's no getting around it. He's going to be murdered, and he just needs, I'm giving him this time. To make peace with things. Uh, I'm t- yeah, I'm giving him this time one because I'm being responsible and making sure that I'm okay to leave the house when I leave the house, and two, yes, so that he can get his affairs in order and, and you know leave leave all the stuff he needs to leave to the people that will be around after I kill him.
1: Oh Mike, don't hurt. I mean, he hurt me, man. It's surprising, you know I mean? you, it's surprising you haven't gotten it
0: before already, you know? Because I've been careful and I don't go anywhere. Right. This is I mean, the only way I was going to get sick. You know, I would
1: just count yourself lucky to have gone without it so so far, you know?
0: I was hoping to never have gotten it.
1: I mean, you made it through. It sucked for a few days, but you're all right now, you know? When was the last time you were, we're- vaccinated. It's been a while. Do
0: they even still vaccinate people now?
1: Yeah, I, I think that they're probably moving it in a more of a
0: yearly model, like flu shots. Yeah, because I haven't gotten any notifications like I used to, because I'm high risk, you know. Yeah. They gave me, I do qualify for Paxlovid, But by the time they gave it to me, I was like, I feel great now. I don't need it. And then they, they, they told me about one of the side effects being, like... Uh, Like, rebound COVID? And I was like, wait, the side effect from this is that you get COVID again? And I'm like, no! And I was like, so I didn't take it. I have it up on the counter, um, and I feel fine. I'm just waiting to have a clear test and for Julie to feel better and be clear so that I know I'm not tracking any damn germs to people. Yeah, how's Julie holding up? She, she, uh, I felt really bad, um, for like two days, but I was like, I hid my, in the room, and I was slept. She won't do that, and she's been working, so she lost her voice, she sounds awful, she's hacking up her insides, because I didn't have a cough either, hmm. and so she, I think, is getting it, she's feeling worse than I did. I guess the
1: not resting is exacerbating your symptoms.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I try not to rest because I have I have pages to finish. You know, I'm 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 kind of busy at the moment. Right. Uh, I'm not like as busy as I have been in the past, but it's a kind of annoying. Busy where several different clients want lots of little things all at the same time. That kind of shit.
1: That's the way it happens.
0: Yeah, um, so it's. Uh, I've been being a little stressed out in that regard, but yeah, she's like I got my daily thing I got to do, and you know. Is that your Julie voice? She, she, yeah, I guess that's my. It's like how people do impressions of me, and they just do Mr. Haney from Green Acres. Yeah. So Um, is Julie from the South now? (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yes, she's more country than I am. That's for damn sure. She might be more rural. I just sound like I'm a farm. She is. All right, continue. Sorry, go ahead. Um, but, yes, anyway, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's having it worse than me, and she's way more stubborn than me. So there's no telling her to stop doing something. I told her to go to bed last night. She wouldn't do it. I was like, you are sick. You want to sleep right now. Are you trying Why to Jedi mind trick her? S- <laughs> uh- no, she- she honestly wanted to go to sleep. Well, then but you, sh- you should have Christopher it's Walken. Something her dad, it's something her dad has passed on to her. Her dad has this weird thing about, like, it, it, it's ridiculous. You go to their house on, for, for holidays, and you get up at, like, 3 in the morning and go to the bathroom, and he's sitting at the kitchen table with, like, his head like, propped on the iPad because he's fallen asleep, but he won't go to bed. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> Sweet old man, he just, I don't know what he's trying to prove to basically nobody. <laughs> it's like, nobody's here to watch you and your feats of strength, old man. <laughs> why Why are you doing this?
1: I'll, out, I'll outlast you.
0: Do you really not want to go to bed for that? What happened to you when you were a kid? (laughs) The clowns tried to get him. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah, that's been my week, essentially. Haven't been able to practice my guitar. Um, You know, one of those little jobs is doing, you know, the guitar teacher's, you know, uh, stuff. And, you know, he it's like his uh, flyers for his shows, and I'm like, why am I concerned about his sh-? I'm like, well, he needs to have this done before the dates and stuff like that. But he never gets back to me, and I'm like, well, why am I concerned? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm the one worried about, you should have this done by the time this comes out. and like,
1: It's because we work in a very you know, deadline, goal-oriented job, <laughs> and that becomes
0: second nature yeah. after a while. <laughs> I guess musicians don't care. I mean, they're musicians, It is. He's he's very on the ball, though, most of the time. He's a very type A kind of personality.
1: Yeah. I uh, speaking of music stuff, also. I, oh, go
0: ahead. I was gonna say he's a New Englander too, so it's like, well, not New England. He's from New Jersey. It's the same thing. They all <laughs> have that kind. Of, uh, they all have that kind of East Coast like they sound mad when they're not, kind right. of thing.
1: Well, I'm, I'm not sure anybody from either one of those places would agree with your statement that they're the same
0: thing. <laughs> well, well, they don't think so, but ask anybody else that's not from there, and they're going to get that response. They'd say, well, now, Mike, it's well, your boy. I'm not, talk- I'm not talking about fucking out of a Stephen King novel. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, uh, yep. New York, Massachusetts... Yeah, well, you know. Um, Speaking of music, I didn't. Okay, go ahead. Why? I was just gonna say. Keep interrupting me. You stop fucking talking, Creek. I will fucking kill you. You stop
1: talking, and I think you're done. And then you hold that for like three seconds. So I start talking, and then you
0: start talking. I never do that. Finish what you're saying. Go ahead, man. We have shows from long ago that. Can prove that I never talk over you or interrupt you. Go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: Uh Uh-huh, whatever. Go ahead, finish your thought.
0: I wasn't going to say anything, I'm done. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, you see on Dawson's... (laughs) Oh, you motherfucker. That was a good one. This reminds me of a time when Pacey and Dawson were talking, and... (sighs) You motherfucker. And then all of a sudden, Wings Hauser shows up and just says, Mike, out of nowhere. This is getting really weird. I'm seeing him everywhere now. Um, No. (laughs) No, not. I'm still locked in that world where every time you watch a Wings Hauser movie, he turns to you and says, Mike,
0: like through the screen. I haven't watched a Wings Hauser movie in a while. Mostly because he hasn't done one in, in a while.
1: Well, did you ever watch that Pale Blood or whatever? I mean, I'm sure I'm there's. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure there's still Wings Hauser movies you haven't seen.
0: i don't. yeah. You know who's watching all the bad movies now is Sean at the studio. He watches them all now because he works on his iPad and he just goes over to the couch like he's trying to show off that I can't move from my desk. And he's like, "Well, he can't. He can't see it from his desk. I'm gonna watch it over here." I'm like, motherfucker, this is like cruelty.
1: <laughs> uh, poor Mike, chained to his desk.
0: Mm-hmm. You have no mobility. I have not. I haven't watched it. I've moved on to Cole Hauser movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just watching his son now. <laughs> is that a step up? or No, it is. Well, actually, it's uh, my production value wise, yeah. Is that more because I don't think Cole has been in shot on video movies? Fair enough. Like Wings has. I, I would say I, I would.
1: Hmm, I would hazard a guess that Cole's repertoire isn't nearly as broad as Wings. No, but he's definitely more discriminating. <laughs> <laughs> well, that yeah, that would be why his repertoire is not nearly as broad as Wings.
0: What is, what is Cole's first movie was like was that uh was that the Linklater movie the the Dazed and Confused
1: I don't know I I haven't paid as much attention to him so I don't really like I know I've seen him in stuff I remember
0: but. <laughs> they tried to make him into like an action star with that paparazzi movie or something like that yeah I don't even think I ever saw that one um, it was like a movie about an action star who's like paparazzi like Almost get his family killed, so he goes for revenge or something. Like
1: that. It's like a weak ass Punisher.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like that.
1: A very specific Punisher.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm very specific Punisher. I don't like
1: <laughs> I'm a specific Punisher. I, I don't like paparazzi. What about drug dealers? I don't like paparazzi. You know, it's like what about murderers? <laughs> I don't like paparazzi. I told you. It's like super specific Punisher. Niche Punisher.
0: I'm the niche Punisher. I'm gonna punish your niche. My knees? No, your niche. Quiche? Like I'm sorry, I I don't have any nieces here. My knees? I need my knees. My knees. My knees are pretty bad on their own. I don't think I need you. No, God damn it! I said, "I'm a niche punisher." That sounds French to me. Would you like some fries with that? Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> is that our new thing, niche
0: punisher? Niche punisher. <laughs> I should do that. Did you see my Hank? Oh yeah, I ta- I asked you about my hanker t-shirt. Yeah. Have you sold any of that shit? I, I, I've sold one. I thought it might be you. No. <laughs> Actually, it probably is Tony Moore, because Tony Moore told me that he really wants one. <laughs> uh, we should... Uh... I still haven't thing of designing them yet, because the graphics come out way too big for me, I think. I think I need to, like, scale them down a little bit. Yeah. But, uh... But... For CrankCast uh, listeners, I have actually started putting t-shirts up on my BattlePug site. And one of them is CrankCast related, so I need to start doing the other ones, I guess.
1: I guess. Wait, is that at BattlePug.com?
0: Yeah, BattlePug.com, we have the Chris Makepeace Day t-shirt. In all of its 70s looking glory. You, uh... Yeah. Wait. And my my new hanker shirt, which is Wait, I don't see that over here though. Chris these, Day?
1: I mean the last entry I see on your battlepug site was twenty nineteen.
0: The battlepug dot there's a store on the side of it. I'm trying to look. for t shirts and more? Oh okay. Well we should just direct link to that then. Yeah. Battlepug dot threadless dot com.
1: Yeah, okay. I went to the battlepug comic site.
0: Yeah, there's a link to it. You're just not very good at that. You don't know how to use the Internet.
1: It wasn't super, like, obvious. You're kind of dumb. This is probably why you don't sell more shirts. You know
0: what? That's probably very true.
1: What I'm saying is, though, is that I'm going to go ahead and post this with the show notes so that there's another link to your store. And there we go. Because you've got Rock God stuff up.
0: Yeah, I have Rock Out of Jackson, Tennessee. I've got a bunch of Grumble and Battle Bug shirts. Yeah. And so I just thought I'd start putting them up there. I ain't no Rico Renzi, but some of my shirts are okay. But I have one with Timer from the old Schoolhouse Rock stuff. Uh, and his hanker for a hunk of cheese, but he's death metal now.
1: I looked it up and he's not a cheese.
0: He's not cheese, no. Well, but I a asking of that,
1: because like, he kind of looks like he's a ball of cheese or something. <laughs> yeah, he's yellow. He's yellow, but no. Because I, I couldn't tell, like, looking at him, he either looks like a ball of cheese or like a, a cupcake or something, you know? Like, mm-hmm. And the, uh, I had to refresh my memory, because it's been a long time since I've actually seen these shorts. Mm-hmm. So I looked him up, and I guess he's supposed to be the embodiment of time, which is why his name's Timer. The embodiment of time? Well, he, he actually he's the embodiment of time as it relates to when the body needs to sleep and eat and other stuff. What a weird fucking hippy dippy way of putting that. Uh, and I I'm I'm not saying it like verbatim, but that's like the gist of what I got from looking it up on like Wikipedia and stuff. And, and he usually had some sort of stopwatch, like, or time, you know, timepiece with him. Interesting. And uh, he wore a top hat and stuff a lot, but in this particular, the the wagon wheel part, he was
0: wearing a He never hat. does that in the two that I remember him from, because he's... Isn't he in the Don't Drown Your Food? I don't think that's him. I think that was another one. Oh. So I only remember him from the Hank of cheese. cheese. Again, I don't remember him ever showing up ever again.
1: Because uh, for him, it was... Yeah, like the stuff he did was it was all related to, again, the timing of when the body needs to do stuff. You know? I'm trying to look him up now. Timer, Hanker. Timer, Hanker. Ah, time for Timer was what the series was called with him in it. And he had... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven episodes of his stuff.
0: Seven episode? I, n- I do not remember seeing that any of them. Sunshine on a stick. <laughs> Wait a minute is that the
1: is that where you make your own popsicles? Yeah, in an ice tray. Yeah, with two. Yeah, picks? I have. know kind of, that was timer. Uh, eat some kind of breakfast. <laughs> I don't really remember mm-hmm. that one. <laughs> Uh, don't knock it till you try was another one where he suggests people try new foods. By eating a smorgasbord of smidgens of different foods. Ah, the
0: smorgasbord, I do remember.
1: Uh, have a carrot where he's acting like W.C. Fields. I sort of remember the carrot one. Uh, you are what you eat where he, he's a roving reporter and he's in the digestive system. <laughs> he's reporting on the uh, simplified explanation of nutrients and how the body uses them. <laughs> All right, time for dinner. What? No time for breakfast. Now, look, since six, 6 o'clock last night, you haven't eaten a bite. Come on, I'll show
2: you why that's really not. Oh, way. you know to start a busy day? Can't you inside your body. And this noisy... That's terrifying. Because there's no bone in the place. Oh,
0: but... That is, you know what? That's interesting, and it really explains a lot about why his hat is so big in the *Hanger for a too, because he wears a top hat normally. Right, right. And what? so his his Wait. cowboy hat is the same size as his top as his top hat. Which I mean, that
1: was that was like what did, what they call that a ten gallon hat or whatever, like. Yeah, uh, when
0: your ten gallon hat's feeling five gallons flat. Yeah, yeah.
1: Liberty Mutual customizes <laughs> your car
0: insurance, so you only pay for what you need. With the money saved, we try to electrocute
1: the customer. a Does <laughs> <laughs> this
0: count kind of as a commercial for them? Pay? I think so. I think so.
2: Oh, come on. Don't it you try it. Well a little your plate. don't make a face before you eat this. explain. Why don't you try? dinner? Don't not until
1: you try it. can be His, especially without any visuals to accompany it, his voice is terrifying. It's terrifying. I mean, when all you can do is just hear his voice, like if I heard that in my head, with you know, <laughs> that would scare the shit out of me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So, man, this came out in '75 originally. Look, hmm. a wagon wheel. <laughs> um, and then the, the they related thing.
0: For a long time, though.
1: Yeah, they played those all through the '80s. Like. Yeah or at least till I quit watching Saturday morning stuff in the 80s whenever that was. Uh the related thing to that the that was the uh, like the Chopper and the Don't Drown Your Food was the Bod
0: Squad. And those first came was out in 74. Okay. I vaguely remember the Bod Squad,
1: but yeah, that had that was seven episodes too and it had uh, yuck mouth about Scatman Crothers yes. not not
0: brushing his teeth. Yuck <laughs> mouth, I know all about. Uh the Munchies a Mouth was Scatman Carruthers? Yeah, yeah. That did not sound like Scatman Carruthers.
1: Well, it was Scatman Uh The Munchies, Quick Fast, N- Nutty Gritty, which was also Scatman Carruthers. I don't remember Nutty Gritty, I don't think. Uh, and then Chopper. I'm the Chopper.
0: Hey, that's Mouth. <laughs> yeah, Chopper and Yunk Mouth, I sing to this day, and Julie... Julie heard me sing Yuck Mouth, and she thought that it was my way of admitting to her that I don't brush my teeth. (laughs) And I was like, no, this is a song from when I was a kid. I'm not trying to tell you that I didn't brush my teeth in a creative way. Well, you know. I just thought it was a weird thing of her to assume. Kudos to her for being
1: creatively interpretive. I guess. Uh... Also, make a Saturday where you'd make a Sunday, but a healthy one.
0: I do not remember that at all.
1: I remember that one. And then, uh, and then, of course, don't drown your food.
0: Don't, don't drown your food. and it'll catch ketchup or goo. Right.
1: Because it's no fun to eat, what you can't even see. So yeah. Don't, don't drown food. Right. Stuff that sticks with us to this day. So those PSAs really worked.
0: Uh, yeah, yes, in a way. Except for the ones that I don't remember seeing. (laughs)
1: Right. And then, of course, there was also Schoolhouse Rock.
0: Yeah. And I guess, you know, people remember those a lot more. Yeah, they were catchy.
1: Uh, Coincidentally, my... Okay, so my friend Brian has a daughter that's in... I guess she's in high school now? Wow. Fifteen? Is that high school? Fifteen's high school, right?
0: Yeah. It's the beginning of high school, Yeah.
1: So wow. I guess she's in high school now, but her school's doing a production. Uh, like I guess they they've turned uh, Schoolhouse Rock into like a musical. I mean, they they were already oh. musical, but they've turned it into a production. Like where they I guess they do the songs from Schoolhouse Rock and string them together in some sort of story. I don't know. Um, but he's uh, the teacher there. Asked him during one of the parent visit things if he wanted to play guitar in the band for it. <laughs> so I guess he's going to be playing guitar in a school production of a schoolhouse rock musical thing. That's fun. Yeah. Pretty weird. i the Chopper. Hey, that's me. <laughs> chopper was somewhere between Fonzie and Rocky. Or maybe that's just my interpretation of him.
0: No, yeah, he was definitely meant to look like Fonzie. Because hey. he was the most
1: Yeah, and he had like the pompadour and
0: stuff but
1: yeah anyway so that was a nice walk down memory lane there wasn't it
0: <laughs> uh,
1: I uh, must have been doing. trying to think uh let's see reminds me of that episode from season four of Dawson's Creek where do you remember I knew it I'm kidding I uh I watched a couple of monkeys like
0: documentary type things recently very cl- oh, Okay, documentary, that's not new. Well, yeah,
1: one of them was a biopic.
0: Which a I biopic
1: keys Yeah, it came out in 2000, and it had Colin Ferguson in it.
0: Colin Ferguson?
1: Uh, he was in Eureka, the sheriff.
0: Oh, yeah, weird. What was he playing? He was playing a...
1: Okay, for some reason, and I, I didn't find anything concrete on it, but one review of this biopic suggested that it was probably a legal thing the actual they didn't present the actual people that created the monkeys the two guys um, uh, one of them was a the director that directed head and then went on to direct like five easy pieces and stuff like that um, mm-hmm. and i don't remember his name but like they didn't actually name them as them so he's playing like a fictional version of that director okay so I, that that's that was his role in the movie biopics are always really weird for me because a lot of the times i just don't think the people they get to play the actual people look enough like them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, About half of the monkeys in this thing kind of looked like them. The other half didn't really, but they all sort of acted right. So, it still wasn't a very good movie, though. And then I, I watched this actual kind of documentary thing from 96 when they were working on that Just Us album, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. That had actual interviews with the monkeys and um, some of the other, like, people that were related to the project. and that. And the monkeys were like remembering what things went on, and I suspect that the biopic drew heavily from that because there were incidents in the biopic that were basically what was being talked about in this documentary. Mm-hmm. Stuff like Mike Nesmith putting, it, putting his fist through a wall when he was getting into an argument with Don Kirshner. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a concert in '66 in Cincinnati where, uh, like, a crowd of screaming teenage girls were chasing them through the streets. And they they found a cop car and jumped into the back of the cop car and told the cops, like, go! <laughs> you know? And then the cop car was, like, surrounded by these screaming teenage girls rocking the car and putting their face up against the windows and stuff. And the biopic, I, I, it wasn't clear that that was Cincinnati, but I found out it was Cincinnati from the documentary
0: that I watched after that. It happened to me when I was uh, in Cincinnati as well.
1: It must just be a Cincinnati thing. Yeah, you know. Mm. Um... But the, uh, the documentary thing was on YouTube and I watched the biopic on Amazon but I don't really recommend watching the biopic. In fact, I, I don't recommend
0: saying biopic too often. Mm-hmm. So. I don't like that some people say biopic and that just confounds me.
1: That's not even, I mean, th- that doesn't make sense because it's a portmanteau.
0: Yeah, I don't understand why people do it either but some people do say biopic, biopic and I'm like, what? Yeah. Is that what you thought that that word said? Well, I guess,
1: I mean, that actually might be right, though, because you don't say biography, you say biography. Mm. So it might be biopic. But I've never heard somebody say bia when they're talking about a bio, either. So that could be another one of those, like, quixotic kind of things, you know, <laughs> where the different forms of the word change pronunciation um, oh what was I gonna say about that though there was some going on with the, the bio uh, the business and the bio thing and I don't know whatever yeah so I, I did learn some new things like I, I think I knew this but I, I didn't remember it until I saw it but um for one Peter Torque was actually pretty smart he wasn't dumb
0: yeah, that's obviously just a character. But um, also, he was good
1: friends with Stephen Stills. And it was actually Stephen Stills that pushed him to go try out for the show. Which I find makes interesting. Sense. Like, um, I don't know. There was just some other odds and ends, just things I really didn't know. that I didn't really ever understand why Kirshner got fired until I watched this. Because, basically, Kirshner was pissed off because he was told he had, like, complete musical control of the whole project. Mm-hmm. And when they when they started demanding that they be able to write and play on these albums, he was putting them off and telling them, like, no, I've got this stable of really good... Which he did. I mean, he had an amazing stable of writers. I mean, you had Boys mm-hmm. and Heart, you had Neil Diamond, you, <laughs> you had Carole King, you had, you know, I mean, just this amazing group of musicians. Um... So, and those first two monkeys albums are chock full of really good songs, whether or not the monkeys did more than sing on them or not, you know? Um, but eventually they told him they, the management was going to force him to make the next release of a single be a, an actual monkeys band written and played thing, and he snuck mm-hmm. around behind their backs and released the next single in Canada, <laughs> like, and made it to of his stable written stuff, you know? Um mm-hmm. so like that brought everything to a head and they just they were like nope you're done you're fired you know we're gonna cancel your contract or whatever buy out your contract whatever it was and that's how Kirshner got kicked out which I mean he might have been a real dick you know aside from that standpoint too so I, it's not like you know he was a saint or anything because even both of these things kind of made him out like he was really c- like a control freak and pushy and stuff you know?
2: mm.
1: but uh but, you know, I mean, honestly, though, like I said, those songs on those first couple of Monkeys albums, a lot of them are awesome. So. People like those Monkees. monkeys. Oh, yeah, I still like me some monkeys. Heck, I even like the new monkeys. How about keep the new going monkeys? On in- oh, my. You, didn't, you didn't ban those. I'm going to talk about the new monkeys now.
0: No, you've talked about the new monkeys on this show. Uh huh. Sure have going
1: to keep talking about him too.
0: Your love for the new monkeys, your love for all monkeys.
1: I love the monkeys. Is,
0: is well known.
1: Monkeys are good. Mm. We like monkeys. <laughs> anyway, um. Okay, so much like I get depressed when I see sad Bill Murray, because I just don't like seeing sad Bill Murray. Even though he's he can do it and he's good at it. I just don't like seeing Sad Bill Murray. I watched a movie with uh, Sad Patrick Stewart recently.
0: Oh, that's sad.
1: And uh, it had, actually had Katie Holmes in it as well. And, uh, he's playing like an old like prodigy, he was a former prodigy or like top of his field pianist. Or is that pianist?
0: Yeah, they say pianist.
1: Okay. So, um, and he's got some sort of like anxiety about performing. He develops like a phobia, or something like that. And for some reason, he hits it off with this reporter, and she makes him less ang- anxious about stuff. So she goes on the road with him, and that's Katie Holmes. But it's just a—it's weird because it's just a sad, real sad Patrick Stewart. <laughs> you know, I'm like, man, I don't want to see him all sad like that. You should send him a card. I felt like I needed to, or like you know, send him some hugs or something. Like,
0: I don't know. It's- it's pro- he was probably just acting, so you're probably okay.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that, that's fine then.
0: You don't have to worry about it, because he was just acting. Yeah, okay. That's fine. As long as he was just acting. Yeah. All right. He's really good at the acting, so.
1: He is, it. yeah. He is. Definitely good at the acting. Um. Oh, there was so much. It's been so long since we talked. There were things I wanted to talk to you about. Like, mm-hmm. I watched a recent trilogy of Halloween movies. This like.
0: Huh? Dislike. Did, you didn't like them? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the recent Halloween movies? Yeah, the ones with Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, the last one sucked ass. The last one was like the... 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 The, what it, what, uh, the <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Of horror movie.
1: I, I mean, it wasn't great, but it was still better than the zombie versions. I
0: I disagree.
1: I, I did disagree. not like. I did not like those Rob Zombie versions.
0: Oh, the Rob Zombie. Oh, yes. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Nothing's worse than those.
1: I mean, they, they, yeah. I thought it was weird. Well, anyway, so they they put I up... Meant,
0: I thought you meant the movies where Michael is a zombie. Oh, that's like all of them, isn't it? Yeah, I pretty mean, much.
1: Everyone after the first one, anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah, Amazon had put up the last one just is part of Prime or whatever and I was like oh mm. well okay since that one's up there I'll go ahead and watch the other two cause why not you know I, I went ahead and rented the other two since I had credits to burn and um I watched them through and at first I thought it was really odd that they I, I mean I understand disregarding a bulk of the, the sequels but like they even disregarded the second one and the second one was like I always thought that tied in really well with the first one
0: Yeah, that's why I mean it was like Rise of Skywalker. It felt like they were embarrassed by the second one, so they wanted to, like, get rid of everything or something. I didn't get that,
1: and I didn't even realize that that, that's what they were doing until at one point in the first movie, I think, Jimmy Lee Curtis says, he killed five people, and, you know, that makes him a monster. I'm like, he only killed five people. (laughs) Like, wouldn't he have been more of a monster if they would have picked it up after the second one when he's killed, like, 30 people at that point? Like, you know? Yeah, it's weird, right? I think maybe they dropped it because they wanted to disregard. Because they even made fun of the. They they mentioned the thing about him them being related, brother and sister. Um, and then one of the other oh. car- one of the, the other characters,
0: are- huh? Oh, they thought they heard that.
1: Right. Well, yeah. In, in these new movies, they mentioned like somebody says, "Weren't they brother and sister?" And, and then the other person was like, "No, that's just something they got confused or got made up or whatever." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing maybe that's why they dropped the
0: second one because that's where that was introduced. I think. Why that matters? I'm confused by what you're saying by the second one, are you mean the original, the like from the seventies? The second one? Yes, Halloween two. Okay,
1: sorry, I'll, I'll start referring to them by their actual titles.
0: Everybody's everybody's been ignoring that movie for a long time. Halloween two. I mean, I know people yeah. ignore
1: three, but
0: yeah, people ignore two since they since. Uh... Um Like since they brought back, uh I get
2: confused.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, I I I always liked two. I, I thought two tied in really well with one because they pick up the day after or whatever, you know.
0: I I I do not like them being related. I, that never bothered me.
1: In fact, I I was always at the camp that I wish I would have further explored that Michael Myers was like the product of some weird devil cult thing.
0: You like that stuff. From you four like the cult of stuff.
1: I think four and five is where they introduced that. Four or five? There
0: was like three movies where he's like the cult of Four and I think.
1: Where that yeah, where that dude shows up and breaks him out of jail, like that weird cultist cowboy yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I I actually like that idea. But they dropped that like in six or something like that, I think. Um but anyway, so yeah, I watched these, and, and they're... I didn't think they were bad, but man, they're just kind of relentlessly grim. Which, okay, that, I, I'm guessing that's what they were going for, right? But, I mean, and I don't mean grim in the way that a horror movie's grim. I just mean these are, like, depressing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're not so much scary as they were just really sad and depressing.
0: <laughs> they don't make sense within themselves.
1: Oh, I don't know. I thought they stacked up all right to each other.
0: Uh, well, like I said, the second one, and then the last one, it's like a huge tonal shift.
2: Yeah, that last and one.
0: It's, it's like the difference between Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi. It's like somebody must have complained about that second one, and they're like, "Well, let's fix it and pretend the two didn't happen." I guess.
1: I re- I really didn't quite. I don't think I quite got Halloween Ends. Like, whatever uh, it was, they were going for. Think I don't. Yeah, but I mean, Halloween. It was such a weird fucking movie. Halloween Kills was so okay. So it's Halloween, Halloween Kills, and then Halloween ends. Just so I, yeah. I'm making clear which order these are in. Yeah. I thought Halloween Kills dovetailed with the Halloween fine. They they made sense to each other. But then you get that third mm-hmm. one, and it's like it was like it was sort of like that uh, that that which one was it? Friday the Thirteenth Part Four or Five? When it wasn't Jason in it at all, it was a kid. Yeah. It was it was sorta of like that. Except there was a Michael Myers in the Halloween ends. He was just sort of a mentor. <laughs> like, I don't it was just weird <laughs> I guess. Soundtracks were good though. They actually you know, it was Carpenter and stuff. And his son, I think. Carpenter and his son and, and somebody else. Whoever they've been touring with for the past like several years. I guess man, that's probably closer to like eight to ten years now that they've been doing that stuff. Um, I also watched the weird original cut of Arcade, that Full Moon movie.
0: Oh, the one with the uh, the one with the Disney graphics.
1: Yeah, well, they don't look
0: exactly like Light Cycles,
1: but I could see how they got sued for it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I watched it
1: not because of that, but because when I was reading about them, reading about the original cut of it, apparently, and this you know panned out from me watching it, a lot of the changes they made actually changed the whole vibe of the movie too, because they they went back through and fixed like, I guess, fix stuff that they didn't like or ch- change stuff they didn't like when they had to redo the graphics.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're, like, real subtle things that are that make the movie tonally slightly different. Um, and it doesn't have that gotcha ending like the final one did. Mm-hmm. Where the, the kid shows up at her doorstep or whatever. Um, so, yeah, they're... Kind of slightly different movies but I just thought it was interesting to watch because I, I had watched the final cut of Arcade and then I read about the... I don't think I'd ever seen the, the original and I found that one online and I watched them back to back just to see what the differences were and I was like, oh, yeah, these were kind of different movies. So, anyway, I don't know. That was sort of interesting. Oh, and I, I did wind up going through and watching the entire franchise of Bring It On. <laughs> um... Minus, I didn't watch the horror one, the most recent one, because I want like. I, I want. to watch it, but like to rent it on Amazon, it's six ninety nine. I'm like, man, this movie. I know this movie is not going to be worth six ninety nine, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I just, I know. I mean, three ninety nine, okay, maybe, but six ninety nine, though. No. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I hear you. I'm right
0: there with
1: you. I mean, and that's even that's me saying that even where I'm not really paying for it, I'm just using my delay shipping credits on it. Still wasn't worth six ninety nine. <laughs> so I haven't yeah I haven't seen that one yet. But um, so that, that those were kind of interesting actually. <laughs> Mostly they're not good.
0: Oh, no, you don't say.
1: <laughs> but it was kind of interesting to watch the because like one of them one of them's a straight up um, West Side Story ripoff, more or less. Mm-hmm. And like they even they even call themselves Jets and Sharks in it. Like they're not making it. Yeah. It's not like a pastiche or like a...
0: Doesn't the title to it, too? What's it called?
1: It's uh, it's called In It to Win It. Oh, I guess I'm off. Yeah. And then uh, the second to last one, or the second most recent one, what's called Worldwide Cheer Smack. Is Cheer Smack? Cheer Smack, yeah. They,
0: is that the name? That's the name of the event they go to, the Cheer Smack?
1: Well, they were Cheer Smack online, meaning they were, like, you know, dissed online, and they had to bring it on. <laughs> mm. To do a, a cheer rattle kind of thing. A cheer off? In, in another country? Well, it, this was actually worldwide, yeah. I mean, it was it was all done online. So, like, each team taped or, you know, broad, broadcast themselves on the internet. Oh,
0: that sounds extremely uninteresting. <laughs> well, it got weird because there's,
1: like, they were trying to incorporate stuff like QAnon, not QAnon. <laughs> um anonymous, you know, with the masks and stuff. <laughs> so they were like sorry. trying to I hate the description of this <laughs> they were like trying to incorporate stuff like that and then all this like and plus as this series has gone on anyway they it culminated in this where like they're working making up a language of their own like cheer smack you know words like that or like cheer you know stuff and it's Just, and they did it all through the series but it, it gets really prominent in this last or second to last one and I'm just like, oh my god, this is so weird. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, I think, I, I mean, the first one I think is still a charming movie. It's got a good oh, cast. I think, so. I think so,
0: too. I don't remember the second one.
1: Um, the second one had... I'm trying to remember, because I'm, I'm getting their storylines mixed up. But yeah, I, I, I it's completely understandable to not remember the second one. The only reason I really remember the third one is because it had, however you say her last name, Hayden... Panetti, Panetta, yeah, whatever. because <laughs> um, it had her in it. That's that's really the only reason I remember that one. But uh, oh, well, hey, cheer dies down to five ninety nine. Mm. I just checked it. That's getting closer. Um, but yeah. Anyway. So uh, I don't know that I recommend watching these all back to back or anything. But if you do, I, I don't think it's going to hurt you.
0: <laughs> I don't think we recommend many things that will hurt you.
1: Um, probably not, no. I'm trying to think if we've ever done that before. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. that's I, I watched a lot of stuff, basically, is what I'm saying here. I have none, really. Hmm. That might be good. You know, Sometimes you need a break. It's a clear in the palate.
0: Yeah, sort of.
1: You might um, you know, you might almost be ready to actually watch Dawson's Creek.
0: Who will fucking kill you?
1: Well, you can always watch Smallville. I
0: mean, I'm never going to watch either of those. Just out of spite. Yeah, at this point.
1: (laughs) But Dawson's Creek was so well written, man.
0: There's an asteroid coming to Earth, and the only way you, we can save the world is if Mike Norton, in particular, watches Dawson's Creek. Then I would say, kiss your ass goodbye, man. And I'm gonna like, I'm gonna be like, a, what's his face in Greenland? Uh,
1: there's only like three <laughs> people Scot- in Greenland, right?
0: is <laughs> the Scottish actor. Gerard Butler in that movie Greenland. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna be scrapping, scrapping my way to Greenland while well, you guys all fucking die because I won't, I won't watch <laughs> Dawson's Creek and watch I get it I get into the bunker and that's the only show they have. <laughs> <laughs> that's very Twilight Zone. Uh, yeah.
1: Actually, probably in my movie it would end up more like remember that scene from Clockwork Orange where they peel the guy's eyes open and make him watch stuff. Mm. That's what I would do to you and show Dawson's Creek. I, I would beam it straight into your eyeballs, Mike. Yeah, you dick. You anti-Dawcite. I am an anti-Dawcite. I'm a proud anti-Dawcite. Anti-dol- Anti-Creekite? Nah. I don't, I don't know. I don't care. anti Dawsite. So, yeah, anyway. Dawson's Creek, Dawson's Creek, Dawson's Creek. I don't want to wait,
0: Mike. Dude, Do my ass.
1: <laughs> Mike don't want to wait for this song to be over. Before he disses Dawson's Creek. Hmm. Anyway. So, I guess it's getting about that time.
2: <sighs>
1: okay. What are you eating for dinner tonight?
0: I don't know. We usually order on the weekends. Hmm. Um,
1: Have you done your taxes
0: yet? I finished them um, a week ago. Yeah. These graphic novels kind of screwed me up for last year because I lost a lot of money.
1: Well, that means you pay less taxes then,
0: right? I pay less taxes, but I also made less because I spent more money making that graphic novel. Right.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, if it, you know, might see some return on it when it hits this year, so
0: I will not. But thank you. <laughs> hey, I would appreciate it. If everybody went out and bought it, but it is possible. What are we looking at, June? Uh, June seventh, sixth or seventh? Yeah, June seventh. Hot bam. rock gods. I would, I would like it for you people to buy it, rock gods. But usually, usually when I ask people to buy my comics.
1: It oh. doesn't happen. So bye,
0: well, my comic. I'm on a comic.
1: Rock gods of Jacksonville, Tennessee.
0: You motherfucker. <laughs> um. Anyway,
1: <laughs> I uh, yeah, I still gotta do mine. I, I, every year, man, I, I say I'm gonna log all my purchases and crap as I go along, so I don't have to do that crazy mad rush for like 2 days you know before I need to turn my taxes in and then I I start out it's like a new year's resolution kind of thing I start out pretty good and then I, I miss one or two and then I forget all about it until the end of the year and then I'm looking at it going like oh my god I got to do all this stuff I got to log all this stuff so I can get it to my tax guy oh shit you know so this weekend's my my tax getting together weekend and I'm pretty much just going to be pulling my hair out trying to get everything together so I can take it to the tax guy next week and I'm running late, because usually I got this shit done, like, early February. <laughs> but 22 wouldn't let me go, so I didn't have any time. Stupid 2022. But anyway, point being, do we have an email? We
0: do have a bit of email. You, did you say we have COVID email? We have COVID email. Uh from February 22nd. Wow. Uh, Ed Dowler from Vermont writes, that's a new person, right? Doesn't sound familiar. Uh, I checked Urban Dictionary for busted cap, and apparently it comes from a line from a 1969 version of True Grit. And in the movie, it's a reference to the powder cap that old-timey firearms use. I wonder if the line of... I wonder if the line reappears in the Coen Brothers remake, which I've only seen once in theaters.
2: Huh. Uh,
0: I, like, I like both versions, but Jeff Bridges was overdoing the cottonmouth voice, in my humble opinion. You ought to have been subtitles for every time his character spoke. Hope you two are well. Ed Daller from Vermont. Have uh, you listened to uh, Jeff Bridges' talk lately? I think that's his actual voice. Did he have, like, a stroke or something? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it really does sound like he's. I don't think he's from the south, but he definitely. Maybe he is. Where are the Bridges from? I. He is. He is turning know. into. Bo Bridges is uh, his, his father or uncle. Oh. Hmm.
1: Bo Bridges is his father or uncle. His brother. Bo Bridges is his brother. Yeah. Holy shit. Bootbridge is always yeah, so much older. <laughs> they're from L.A. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. they were born in L.A. Yeah, they're from L.A. I don't know. He is turning into an old coot.
1: Uh, how much younger is Jeff than... Oh, I don't think by much. Like eight years. Really? Yeah. Bo Bridges was
0: born... I guess that makes sense, because Bo was in, like, movies in the 60s.
1: Yeah, he was born in 41. I I actually didn't realize that Jeff Bridges was born in 49. He's older than my dad. Mm. Wow. He always seemed so much younger than that. I didn't realize he was
0: that old. I mean... He was probably in his late 20s, 30s when King Kong was made. Huh.
1: Kind of weird to think about.
0: Uh, Captain Colin wrote. Hi, Colin Oh, thanks for writing. March 5th, March 5th which was only five days ago. <laughs> I know, Math. Math, go ahead. Uh, Hi, Chap. Just catching up with podcasts and realized I did not miss many episodes of Crankcast. <laughs> hope you are both okay in dealing with the pressures of work and no work. I also hope your therapy session event, well, might. Oh, you missed a word, Colin. Uh, it went all right. Uh, at, it's yeah, it's went all right. I don't like it.
1: Are you supposed um, to like it? I don't think you're supposed
0: to. I don't to like know. It. I have to agree with Craig. Mike's accent went very southern in the last episode, but to be fair, you always sound like an episode of Huckleberry Finn to me. Uh, there was never any Huckleberry Finn show, Colin. There's no episodes of Huckleberry Finn.
1: Will you be my Huckleberry?
0: But I know what you're talking about. Was there a Huckleberry Finn show before I say that? Uh, And and I'm wrong for the 5,000th time on this show. I want to say there was a Huck show. I don't think there was a Huckleberry order, Tom Sawyer. Besides, uh, those guys from Missouri, they didn't really...
1: Sorry, I'm thinking Huckleberry Hound.
0: <laughs> Huckleberry Hound did have a country accent, though. And I think he had a show, too.
1: Like, well, I know Huckleberry Hound did. I mean, his own... I'm not a monster. I'm not an idiot. His own show is what I'm saying. Not just part of an ensemble of other people. Cartoon <sighs> characters, rather. Huckleberry Hound. There he is. Look at him.
0: Are <laughs> just looking at a picture of Huckleberry Hound? No, I'm, just at,
1: I'm just looking at Huckleberry Hound.
0: I just want to look at some Huckleberry Hound. I don't know what's your problem here.
1: Nothing wrong with no, that. Pixie and Dixie? I don't remember Pixie and Dixie. Where's this song you've been promising me? That's what I was going to tell you earlier when you kept interrupting me and telling me to shut up.
0: So you never mentioned it?
1: So I stopped talking about it because you kept interrupting oh, me and telling me to on. shut up. What? Well, I was going to say, okay, so I sat down and started working on him to get the arrangement done. And I realized, mm-hmm. first off, I realized my arrangements were way too simplistic. So? I was I was doing your super super simple, uh, verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus out. <laughs> like that's what I do. But I I but when I was listening to these, I felt like they needed a little bit more. Anyway, I also figured out that this is a problem I run into time to time when I'm working with something that's static, like a click or a drum machine or something, As that sometimes I write things that don't work like that, or I have to figure out how to make them work. Because I'll put a pause in on something or, like, I'll start part of a thing and the measure before it actually starts. And it works when you're playing with a drummer because you both know where the pauses are, you know? But when you're trying to work with a click, you have to figure out how to make it work with the click because click does not interpret things. And
0: I don't like working with a click.
1: Sometimes you gotta. I mean, I don't know how else to keep time for between the two of us, not working, like, in the same room unless we're working with a click, you know? So, I, one of the songs I have to figure out how to make work in the click, and I still haven't quite gotten it yet. But I'm further along than I was last time we talked. I've actually got arrangements, and i played the riffs and stuff. So, they're just really basic arrangements. Oh, look at Huckleberry Hound. <laughs>
0: Come on, oh, man. That, it's a blue dog with a hat. That is funny. <laughs> a, that's funny. And a bow tie. I gotta laugh at that. That's fucking funny. Oh, my God. He's so cute.
1: Oh, yeah, look at that. He's got a hat on and a bow tie. Oh, here's him with a cowboy like outfit. The...
0: How Huckleberry Hound looks like the Slurpee Dog, right? Kinda. Why? I thought that was just like a total rip-off. I don't know. But it's not the same animal. But they look very similar.
1: I mean, I guess any blue hound dog is going to look the same.
0: But That's the thing. I don't think the Slurpee Dog is blue.
1: Wait. Isn't the Slurpee dog a polar bear? That's icy. No,
0: bear. Oh, icy. Icy is the bear. Slurpee is the dog. Slurpee dog.
1: Uh, Slush Puppy was a dog. Slush Puppy. Slurpee didn't have a thing. I don't think. Mm. Slushy dogs or Slush Puppy dog, which he wasn't blue. Yeah, he wasn't blue. He just wore blue a blue sweater and a blue like wool knit hat kind of thing. Because dogs have to wear that to keep warm. Especially hound dogs, I guess. Don't be, don't be a rater. I'm just trying to figure out how this works in this world. Slush puppy dog. Let's look at the slush puppy dog. Yeah, he, he's a white dog. Mm-hmm. He's not as cute as Huckleberry Hound, though. His hat's dumber.
0: He just has a beanie, right?
1: It's like a, you know, a, a winter wool hat with a puffball on top.
2: Yeah, like a toque.
1: And he, he always wears the same clothes. Huckleberry Hound gets dressed up in different stuff.
0: Huckleberry, cartoon dogs don't dress in different outfits.
1: Yeah, like here's one of him as a cowboy. Here's one of him as a cop.
0: I think you're on a fan art site. Here's one of, one of him in leather.
1: Here's one of him dressed up as a swami.
0: What? Yeah,
1: with a crystal ball and all that. Yeah, Swami.
0: I think this is a fan art site. Here's him dressed up as a lady with a... I don't know why he's dressed up I as a lady. I would go to another website before you find the gangbang picture.
1: Oh, here, he's a fireman here.
0: Mm-hmm. Is he wearing clothes?
1: Well, you know, not much, because he's a dog. <laughs> Wait, here's another one where he's a, an Indian? Uh, construction worker. He's a
0: Canadian. That's, did
1: you say Canadian? <laughs> I said an Indian. Here's one where he's a Canadian. Why is Huckleberry Hound a Canadian? Oh, how can you tell? Here's one where he's getting punched Didn't through the phone.
0: He's dressed like a Canadian.
1: <laughs> here's one where he's getting punched uh, through the phone. Like you were talking about the one.
0: Let me finish this email. Okay, finish the email. Uh, I'm working away at my Arnest Alley style at London Film and Comic-Con this weekend. And it's gone really well. So <laughs> he's writing us while he's working at a show. Okay. <laughs> it's, obviously, it's not going that well if you're sitting there writing us an email. <laughs> hey, now. Be nice. Okay. I'm also getting really excited about standing, attending Star Wars Celebration. In April. I saw pictures, by the way, from that uh, show. And he, he's 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 got the the show presence down better than I do. That's definitely true. Uh, I'm also getting really excited about attending Star Wars Celebration in April. I've spent a fortune on photo ops. I'm all, on the fence about getting a photo with Carl Weathers. I'd love to meet him, but I would have to do the Predator handshake. <laughs> my arm's too puny for that.
1: Sounds like he's already uh, blown any money he might have made from that convention.
0: <laughs> that's true. Maybe Bill Duke could give me some advice. Hey. I'm sure he can tell you how to get your uh, arms less puny. Bill Duke. Uh, I'm pretty sure you didn't have any scenes where you shook Carl Weathers hands, but... Uh, didn't Carl Weathers have a scene with him when he's cracking up? I don't know. I think that's the part where he's, like, shaving his head and he's starting to bleed and stuff. Oh, weird shit. Isn't Weathers talking to him?
1: He's, like, trying to talk him down
0: or something, isn't he? Yeah, I think Carl Weathers is, like, looking at him like he's a fucking lunatic or something.
1: <laughs> um, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. I should watch it again.
0: Well, Bill Duke, help Colin out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, have a good week. I'm looking forward to hearing your next episode. I miss you guys. Cheers, Captain Colin. Okay. Captain Colin, you're the only reason we do this show. Thanks. Well, you know... People- you and Henrik from Denver. Yeah, he's not the only reason. Yeah. Mm. He's a reason.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. There are other reasons,
2: though. Mm. are there?
1: Oh, well, sure. Huh. So there's... Dynamite's doing a... Based on the cartoon Gargoyles comic.
0: Yeah, it was doing very well. Huh. Yeah, happen? I think it did like an amazing first issue. People love like them. Sam,
1: like people love them some gargoyles, man.
0: Oh man. Do they ever? And I I gotta be honest, and it's like professional wrestling for me. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I never liked that cartoon. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why people have that much love for. You know what? I I like The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I don't get why they keep coming back and why people freak out about it. And it's like this—this origin story has been done more than fucking Batman, but not quite as much as Spider-Man. They have—I think more than that. I think they have shown the origin of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles more than they've shown that fucking couple getting shot in Crime Alley, and more than. (laughs) Uncle Ben getting killed. Even, they don't show Uncle Ben getting killed in all of the Spider Man movies.
1: That's true. They took him out of the newer ones.
0: Yeah. They're like, fuck, we're tired of telling the origin of this guy. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, I just, I don't get it. I mean, I don't besmirch because uh, people apparently love the n- Ninja Turtles, and that's fine. I liked them when I was a kid, but I don't get the, the gargoyles at all. And that's just, you know, that's just a generational thing. I think. I think I just I remember, it was too late in the game for me.
1: That could be. I, I mean, I remember watching it when it was on.
0: And I remember seeing it when it was on, but I was never really that into it, and it just didn't appeal to me.
1: I like the design of it, the way that, like because it had this sort of oh, like the vehicles and stuff was it had this sort of retro '30s thing, like futuristic there '30s were thing going on. In it? Yeah, I I Russell? and gargoyles because they were in okay. the city. Mm. Oh, you mean just there was there stig- in the city? Right, but I mean, like they, um, one of the people they—it was either the bad guy or one of the good guys—they worked with had this like cool car. I remember. Mm. But um, I, I never watched a show often enough to really understand the timeline of it or anything. So like yeah. as it went on, it got confusing when I would just catch random episodes because I didn't know. Because that was a pretty serial show. Like, it wasn't just self-contained episodes and stuff.
0: Well, that's how I knew I wasn't interested when I saw all these adults talking about this, the continuity of the story. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm out. checking out.
1: I got comic books to read.
0: Yeah, I'm not... I'm, not, I'm, I'm making a continuity
1: joke there. <laughs> oh, shut up, Dick. Um, but yeah, I never watched it enough to be able to get into it because I, I kept getting confused by the timeline. Um, but I, I even, even then I remember when I'd hear people talk about it, they, they loved it. Like, you know, <laughs> you, know yeah. you could hear like, you could hear the love in the voices of the people talking about the show. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, yeah, so it's not surprising that it would do well if they brought it back again, I guess.
0: Yeah. The comic book, it was kind of like a mini version of how, you know, when we brought Joe back, it was like, people really wanted this apparently. like
1: I guess it's about time for a 90s revival, right? Because we've recycled through the 80s again.
0: Sure. I mean, I kind of wish I could stay in the 80s, but sure, I've got to move on. I'm getting old. I, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, cause I, especially after
1: talking about G.I. Joe stuff and thinking about how, like, that 80s boom again and the aughts, and then in music, we even more recent than that, we've had a continuance of an 80s-esque boom. And I'm trying to think, like, through... Through the 2000s up to present, is there going to be a boom for that stuff? Because mostly it's just recycled older generation stuff, you know. No, yes, man, you're right. Though, I mean, who knows? Like, are going to be? Are people going to look back on 2005 like we do on like 1985? How it was such a good year for stuff, you know?
0: When, like, you know, I can't tell you. I couldn't tell you anything about the world from 2000 till now, like in a time kind of. Categorization. I have no idea.
1: Like, I just don't know. I mean, we had, you know, like Lady Gaga and stuff. I guess that wasn't really a rehash of older stuff.
0: We had Kesha. <laughs> you remember when we had Kesha? Uh,
1: yeah. Sort of. But, like, I, I'm just trying. I, I was wondering about that the other day. Like, for. For a couple decades now, we've been dominated by um, uh, nostalgia, you know? And so, in another 10, 20 years, like, what are are they going to be nostalgic for if if in this time period we were already nostalgic for something else? Like, you know? So, that's just, yeah, that's just one of those weird things, I guess. Are we done with the emails? Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry. Thank you for writing, folks. Especially Mr. Vermont person because we haven't heard from you before.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't heard from you before. So.
1: <clears throat> Unless we have heard from you before, then apologies for not remembering that we've heard from you
0: before. Oh, apologies. Sorry. it's suck, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's anything new. Um,
1: yeah, as, obviously, you probably realize I'm looking at the what's in stores this week list. Uh, Image had a pretty light week. On. They only had like six titles in stores, or seven titles. That's unusual, I think. It gets kind of hard to tell because, like, I'm looking at Marvel, and there's, I don't know, you know, at least five different variant covers per title on this stuff. And um so you kind of have to, like, keep skipping down titles to count how many actual individual titles there are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Oh, from Oni Press in stores this week was a graphic novel called The Snowcat Prince, which was uh, an English adaptation of a foreign no- graphic novel. And I lettered the English version of this. And it's a uh, it's cool. Ooh. It's uh you know kind of a fantasy story about a anthropomorphic cat and Well, he's not anthropomorphic in, in feature, it's just he speaks and has intelligence. But he's like the scion of a talking cat? A, a talking cat? Yes. And uh it's got Eric Roberts phoning in the lines.
0: Oh my god, Eric Roberts, what, won't
1: you be in? In fact, in A Talking Caddy, he literally sounded like he was just on the phone,
0: phoning in the lights. No. Uh, what I've heard about that is that uh, David Dakota went to his house and recorded him in his living room.
1: And just sat there and, like, had him run through the lines?
0: I mean, it was probably on a fucking iPhone. Who knows? <laughs> uh,
1: but anyway, so the snowcap Prince, he's a scion of a kind of a dynasty of royal cats, I guess, and he has to go find this magic to bring back health and love and things to the kingdom. And on the course of that, he has to overcome his own, you know, failings and fears, and, and make friends with other people and whatnot. Mm, Just it's a good start to make friends. I'm not good at it. it is hard. I mean, the older you get, it the harder it gets to make friends. Well, that nobody wants to be my friend. Well, you know, you don't really put yourself out there, Mike. Don't that you? That I'm ugly. Well, I, I wouldn't say you're ugly. Uh, from Vault Comics, West of Sundown number 9 is in stores this week. That's got some Jim Terry art.
0: Jim Terry. Uh, his kitty died. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that it's one he has many kitties, but <laughs> it still would suck to have one of them die.
1: is he a catman curlers
0: he is the catman Crothers <laughs> like he uh he he thinks that he's he, he's very much uh you know how he is with movies like takes them very seriously and if you say anything goofing on a movie he takes it a little more seriously than he should. He's like that with cats.
1: Huh. How many cats does he have?
0: Uh, I think he has like three or four.
1: Oh, okay. That's not terrible. There was a girl I used to know who lived with her father and they had kind of a... Their lot was sort of semi-wooded, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. And somehow... I don't know how it started. She never really properly explained this, but... They wound up just having, like, hundreds of stray cats. And, like, the cats... Because, you know, it started out... They didn't start out with hundreds. There was just a few, but they kept them in babies. You know?
0: They didn't have a hundred cats in their house, though. That's around their house.
1: That was around the house, but they did a lot... There were a lot of cats in the house as well. That's gross. It was very strange. Like, like, uh... What was that Stephen King movie? Oh, um where all the cats sleepwalk. sleepwalker yeah it was like it was kind of like that I mean there were cats everywhere dude
0: and of course sleepwalkers where the where the theme song was sleepwalk oh yeah <laughs> ding, oh ding,
1: ding, 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 ding. yeah,
0: yeah yeah um, Stephen King's the nose
1: <laughs> that probably wasn't his choice though. Um, but yeah and of course when you have that many cats in one place you kind of have a Certain odor.
0: Uh huh. That's what I was saying. I, I mean, can smell it now.
1: Yeah, it's it's like very distinct odor. Once you've ever smelled cat, you don't forget cat. Like <laughs> that was uh, it was always in kind of an odd it's experience. Not even cat. It's cat pee, is what it is. Well, it's not just. I mean, they mark territory and stuff too. You know, so it's it's not just pee. It's it's that whatever that other stuff
0: is. You know, pee. I, it's not. It's P adjacent. It smells enough like pee that you can just say it's pee.
1: Okay. Well, P adjacent. Sure. All right. P. P aggressive, Mike.
0: It is P aggressive. P. P aggressive.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was. I just. Yeah, I remember visiting her house, and it was just sort of surreal. But anyway, those cats are probably all dead now.
2: Oh yeah, surely
1: because it was a long time ago. Well, all right, then. Uh, should I see what's in stores next week in case we somehow don't record?
0: Well, we missed uh, Shazam! Fury of the Gods has been out or came out a week ago or this week, I don't remember. But oh, okay. I, I have a story in that. It's all Shazam! stories written by the actors in the new Shazam! movie. Really? Really? Yeah. Huh. And mine was written by Adam Driver and uh, Kenny Porter. It's, they, they're teamed up with, with with comic writers. Oh, okay. That's a,
1: sort of a novel approach. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: Mine's about...
1: Is Kenny um, Driver related to Mini Driver?
0: Kenny Porter. Like, okay. Adam
1: Driver. Hey. Is Adam Driver related to Not you? Adam
0: Driver. Why did I say Adam Driver? Adam Brody. Jesus Christ. Okay. Not Adam Driver. <laughs> oh. See, I, I wouldn't have known if,
1: if you didn't correct yourself. I would have never known.
0: Kylo Wren wrote this story of Shazam. Okay. Even though he's not involved with that franchise.
1: <laughs> right. All right, then.
0: Shazam. Um, yeah.
1: Shazam. it's not a dog
0: it's about the Shazam dog no there's no Shazam dog
1: I thought there was a Shazam dog
0: there is a Shazam uh, not monkey but uh, Shazam rabbit I think okay
1: there's a Shazam rabbit I don't
0: know I think there's a Shazam bone. huh that's weird
1: Hoppy. <laughs> now you're just, like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> look at him! Look at him!
1: Shazam! Animal. Oh, look. Here's Huckleberry Hound in a Shazam costume.
0: Are you, you fucking better be lying to me. <laughs> uh, Shazam. Shazam. Shazam?
1: What was the thing...
0: Shaz- Hoppy, yeah. Hoppy was a bunny rabbit who lived in the town of Funny Animalville, along with an assortment of other funny animal characters. Hoppy was also a big fan of superhero Captain Marvel. Shazam! So he became Captain Marvel Bunny. Uh, that's just odd. But what- well, uh, keep in mind, Captain Marvel, or as it's called now, Shazam, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, so,
1: like, Captain Marvel, that's, that's the whole Marvel family, right? Like, Mary Marvel and all that? Yes. But what does that, how did that devolve into Shazam? Because I thought Shazam was given powers by some mystic thing. And I thought the Marvels... Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel
0: was given powers by saying the word Shazam. Okay. And he became Marvel. How's that work for the rest uh, of the Marvel family? Mar- uh well, they get to say Shazam as well. Oh, okay. Uh, Marvel did not like that, so they said, we're going to sue you. And they said, well, we won't call the books Captain Marvel anymore. We'll just call them Shazam, but he's still going to be called Captain Marvel. And they said, okay, we can't do nothing about that. And now that there's a movie, everybody's called Shazam now. I don't know if they even call him Captain Marvel in the comic anymore.
1: Well, there's not, like, a Marvel family in the new Shazam movie, is there?
0: Yes. Oh, there is? Okay. That's right. Yeah. Adam Brody is playing Captain Marvel Jr., or as they just just call him Freddie Freeman now. I don't think they call him Captain Marvel Jr. Okay. Yeah,
1: the whole Marvel family thing always kind of confused me.
0: It confused a lot of people. It confused everybody but Eric Larson, I think. (laughs)
1: Because that's how he modeled his life. Was on the there. much loves that Marvel. Huh. Okay. Well, cool. Go check out Shazam. Oh, that was some other stuff I sent those Joe guys. I dug out some of those old commercials for GI Joe, the ones we did, and one of them was the my favorite, not because you did the voiceover to it, but actually because I did the bubbling beer at the end of it. hmm But uh, I was sorry. I, I I revisited those and looked at those, and they're. Pretty damn primitive by today's standards.
0: Yeah, I'll bet.
1: Considering I had to pack in like 20 to 30 seconds into un- like under a meg, for one thing. Because everybody in 2001 and 2002 was still pretty much on 56k dial up. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. I mean, for back then. i surprised people were making animated stuff, honestly. It's weird. It, it wasn't. It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun to download. It wasn't a fun experience.
1: Yeah, especially when they made the mistake of like you couldn't bypass it, like because they that, that for a lot of things back in the early two thousands that would be like your entry portal or whatever, mm-hmm. and and they wouldn't let you bypass it to just get in the site. I think I might have done that once at the very beginning, and I realized this is dumb because people don't want to have to wait for this, so I, I made it so you mm-hmm. could bypass it to get into the site. But yeah, that was. And I, I remember having to build loading screens so it wouldn't just sit there blankly while it downloaded. <laughs> but skip uh, intro. Yeah, yeah, and there was definitely I I incorporated skip intro and stuff like that. But it um it was just weird, and I, I've been debating on whether or not I should because I I know I've still got an old machine, backup machine around here somewhere. It's got Macromedia Flash on it. <laughs> like I'm wondering if I should dig into the source files and actually output good versions of them. And I'm like, is it really worth it? Was it worth the time to do that? (laughs) Like, just to remember something that's 20 years old, kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, I don't know. It was novel for the time period, I think. Because I wasn't doing much more than just pushing pictures around, but it was sort of.
0: Not only was it novel, it
1: was kind of expected. Well, not first. It wasn't expected at first, but it was, um,. It was kind of a precursor to what they were doing, like, in the later odds with the motion comics and stuff like that. Because I would have little things where I'd animate parts of the drawing stuff and have things pop out of frame and stuff like that. Like, I remember one where there was, like, a what do they call those little the trouble bubbles? There was a trouble bubble, and it launched out of frame, like, into the foreground and stuff. And I did another one where Storm Shadow was throwing a knife, so I had to animate the arm and the knife. But, yeah. All they wanted was a drink. All they wanted was a drink. It's good times. Good times. All right, then. Uh, I guess on that note, you can reach us at crankcast.com crankcast at gmail.com You can go to the Battle Pug store, which is battlepug.threadless.com Buy buy Mike's t-shirt. You can buy a hanker.
0: I need need to pay off this Jackson,
1: Tennessee book. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you could actually, uh, buy some Rock Gods t-shirts as well. <clears throat> um, and, uh, so, uh, Mike's website's, I hate Mike.com, did I say that? I don't know. You can find Art com still, and, uh, whatever, I don't know. We, we hope you have a good weekend, or however long it takes us to record again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a good intervening time between shows. Yes. And on that note, goodbye. Bye.